All right, so we're going to finish off chapter nine. And we just finished reading that Stacy, Mr. Morrison, and Papa went to Vicksburg, and it's Thursday, and they still have not come back yet. So let's go ahead and continue reading. I'm on page 210, and we're right after where Mama is telling the children to go to bed. Since there was nothing we could do but obey, we went to bed, but I could not sleep. A cold fear crept up my body, churning my stomach and tightening its grip on my throat. Finally, when I felt that I was going to be sick from it, I rose and padded silently into Mama and Papa's room. Mama was standing with her back to me, her arms folded, and Big Ma was still patching. Neither one of them heard the door swing open. I started to speak, but Mama was talking, and I decided not to interrupt her. I've got a good mind to saddle Lady and go looking for them, she said. Now, Mary, what good would that do? Big Ma questioned. You run around out there on that mare by yourself in the darkness and rain? But something's happened to them. I can feel it. It's just your mind, child, Big Ma scoffed unconvincingly. Them men folks, all right. No, no, said Mama, shaking her head. The Wallaces aren't just in my mind. They, she stopped suddenly and stood very still. Mary, thought I heard something. The dog started barking and she turned half running across the room, pushing up the lock in mad haste. She swung the door open and cried into the storm. David, David! Unable to stay put, I dashed across the room. Cassie, what you doing up, girl? Asked Big Ma, swatting me as I passed her. But Mama, staring into the wet night, said nothing when I reached her side. Is it them, I asked? Out of the darkness, a round light appeared, moving slowly across the drive, and Mr. Morrison's voice drifted softly to us. Go on, Stacy, he said. I got him. Then Stacy, a flashlight in his hand, came into sight, followed by Mr. Morrison carrying Papa. David, Mama gasped, her voice a frightened whisper. Big Ma standing behind me, stepped back, pulling me with her. She stripped the bed to its sheets and ordered, Put him right here, Mr. Morrison. As Mr. Morrison climbed the stairs, we could see that Papa's left leg stuck straight out, immobilized by a shotgun strapped to it with a rope. His head was wrapped in a rag through which his, through which the dark redness of his blood had seeped. Mr. Morrison eased Papa through the doorway, careful not to hit the strapped leg, and laid him gently on the bed. Mama went immediately to the bed and took Papa's hand. Hey, baby, Papa said faintly. I'm all right. Just got my leg broke. That's all. Wagon rolled over it, said Mr. Morrison, avoiding Mama's eyes. We better get that leg set. Didn't have time on the road. But his head, Mama said, her eyes questioning Mr. Morrison. But Mr. Morrison said nothing further, and Mama turned to Stacy. You all right, son? Yes, ma'am, Stacy said, his face strangely ashen, his eyes on Papa. Then get out of those wet things. Don't want you catching pneumonia. Cassie, you go to bed. I'll get a fire started, said Big Ma, disappearing into the kitchen, as Mama turned to the closet to find sheets for making a cast. But Stacy and I remained rooted, watching Papa, and did not move until Christopher John and Little Man made a sleepy entrance. What's going on? asked Little Man, frowning into the light. Go back to bed, children, Mama said, rushing to keep them from coming farther into the room. But before she could reach them, Christopher John spied Papa on the bed and shot past her. Papa, you got back. Mr. Morrison swung him upward before he could jar the bed. What's the matter? asked Christopher John wide awake now. Papa, what's the matter? How come you got that thing on your head? 
Your papa's asleep, said Mama, as Mr. Morrison set Christopher John back down. Stacy, take them back to bed and get out of those clothes. None of us stirred. Move when I tell you. Mama hissed impatiently, her face more worried than angry. Stacy herded us into the boys' room. As soon as the door closed behind us, I asked, Stacy, how bad Papa hurt? Stacy felt around for the lamp, lit it, then plopped wearily on the side of the bed. We huddled around him. Well? Stacy shook his head. I don't know. His legs busted up by the wagon. And he shot. Shot? Christopher John and Little Man exclaimed fearfully, but I was silent, too afraid now to speak, to think. Mr. Morrison says he don't think the bullet hurt him much, says he thinks it just hit his skin. Here. Stacy ran his forefinger along his right temple and didn't sink in nowhere. But who'd shoot Papa? asked Little Man, greatly agitated. Can't nobody just shoot Papa? Stacy stood then and motioned Christopher John and Little Man under the covers. I said too much already. Cassie, go on to bed. I continued to sit, my mind unable to move. Cassie, go on now, like Mama said. How the wagon roll over him. How he get shot. I blurted out angrily, already plotting revenge against whoever dared hurt my father. Cassie, you go on to bed. Ain't moving till you tell me. I'll call Mama, he threatened. She too busy, I said, folding my arms and feeling confident that he would tell the story. He went to the door and opened it. Christopher John, little man, and I watched him eagerly, but he soon closed the door and came back to bed. What was they doing, asked little man. Big Ma's tending Papa's head. Well, what happened out there? I repeated. Stacy sighed despairingly and sat down. We was coming back from Vicksburg when the back wheels come off, he said, his voice a hollow whisper. It was already dark and it was raining too. And Papa and Mr. Morrison, they thought somebody done mess with them wheels for both of them to come off at the same time like they did. Then when I told them I'd see two boys near the wagon when we was in Vicksburg, Papa said we didn't have much time to unhitch and unload the wagon like we should to put them wheels back on. He thought somebody was coming after us. So after we found the wheels and the bolts, Papa told me to hold the reins real tight on Jack to keep him still. Jack, he was real skittish because of the storm. Then Mr. Morrison went and lifted that wagon all by himself, and it was heavy too, but Mr. Morrison lifted it like it wasn't nothing. Then Papa slipped the first wheel on. That's when he got shot. But who, I started, a truck came come up the road and stopped behind us while we was trying to get that wheel on, but didn't none of us hear it coming because of the rain and the thunder and all, and they didn't put their lights on till the truck stopped. Anyways, there was three men in that truck, and soon as Papa seen him, he reached for his shotgun. That's when they shot him, and he fell back with his left leg under the wagon. Then, then Jack reared up, scared by the shot, and I, I couldn't hold him, and, and the wagon rolled over Papa's leg. His voice crapped sharply, and the, he exploded guiltily. It's, it's my fault his legs busted. I thought on what he had said, and laying my hand on his shoulder, I said, Nah, it ain't. It's them men's. Stacy did not speak for a while, and I did not prod him to go on. Finally, he cleared his throat and continued huskily. Soon as I could, I, I tied Jack to a tree and run back to Papa. But Papa told me not to move him and to get down in the gully. After the men shot Papa, they come down trying to get Mr. Morrison, but he was too fast and strong for him. I couldn't see everything that happened because they didn't always stay in front of them headlights, but I did see Mr. Morrison pick up one of them men like he was nothing but a sack of chicken feathers and fling him down on the ground. 
so hard it must have broke his back. Ain't never seen nothing like it before in my whole life. Then one of them other two that had a shotgun at Mr. Morrison, but he didn't hit him. Mr. Morrison, he ducked away from the headlights into the darkness, and they went after him. Couldn't see nothing then, he said, glancing toward the door where Papa lay. Heard bones cracking, heard some body cursing and crying. Then I couldn't hear nothing but the rain. And I was real scared, afraid they killed Mr. Morrison, but they didn't, reminded little man, his eyes brought bright with excitement. Stacy nodded. Next thing I seen was a man coming real slow-like into the headlights and pick up the man lying in the middle of the road, the one Mr. Morrison thrown down. He got him into the truck, then come back and help the other one. That one looked like he had a broke arm. It was hanging all crazy-like at his side. Then they turned the truck around and drove away. Then what? Little man inquired. Stacy shrugged. Nothing. We put on the other wheel and come on home. Who was it? I rasped, holding my breath. Stacy looked at me and said flatly, The Wallaces, I think. There was a fearful moment's silence. Then Christopher John, tears in his dark eyes, asked, Stacy, is, is Papa going to die? No, of course not, Stacy denied too quickly. But he was s- so still. I don't want Papa to die, wailed little man. He was just sleeping, like Mama said, that's all. Well, when are you going to wake up? cried Christopher John, the tears escaping down his plump cheeks. In in the morning, said Stacy, putting a comforting arm around both Christopher John and little man. Just you wait and see. He'll be just fine come morning. Stacy, still in his wet money clothes, said nothing else, and neither did the rest of us. All the questions had been answered, yet we feared, and we sat silently, listening to the rain, soft now upon the roof, and watching the door behind which Papa lay, and wished for morning. All right, so that is the end of chapter nine. So pretty much Papa got badly hurt. His legs broken and pretty much a a bullet grazed the side of his temple. And I I would find it very important to take notes of the story that happened. Make sure that you write this down. Who was the group of people that came and did this? There's the Wallaces. And what exactly happened to Papa? Well, he was trying to fix these two wagon wheels because somebody had played a little prank on them and he was trying to fix them. And a truck pulled up and started shooting at him and the wagon fell and broke his leg. What did Mr. Morrison do? Well, Mr. Morrison was fighting off these people and pretty much went into the darkness and started hurting them pretty badly. So make sure you look through that story of what happened to Papa because it's really important to, to see what happens here. Let's pray that Papa gets better in chapter 10. I'll see you all later. Bye.